to unemployed actors, to unemployed actors, they're just between projects. G'day everyone, I'm Max. I'm Sam. And we are back to Unemployed Actors. We've got lots to talk about today. Uh, a new self-taped database, info from a Joel Edgerton Q&A, and tips from Mark Morrissey, Mr. Super Agent here in Australia for up-and-coming actors, and lots more. Awesome. Awesome. It will be awesome. It will be. And we're back. Look at this. We're back even during coronavirus time. I Yes, we're back in the studio. And mm-hmm. I have to say, Fred was super excited because even when I started setting it up, he was like back on top of the table. No, he jumped up on the chair, jumped up on the table. For a guy with the legs, he was motivated. I know. So we've got the, the green light from producer Fred. Unfortunately, now I have to see Max's face. But. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, we've done a bit for Corona. We're back in the room and we've got lots to talk about because even though it's still pandemicville it's kind of feels like we're coming out of it a bit in australia certainly in new south wales it's like they're going to relax some it. restrictions even on friday we can feel more like a human <laughs> less like a prisoner you mentioned you want to talk about the casting guild, the of, casting australia guild database. of australia i yeah. saw a bit about that recently so they've like they've they've released on social media and stuff that they want to create a self-tape database and i think um that would be good Yes. For, for for everyone to put in, I, I I haven't read too much into it, but there, I don't think there's too many limitations. I think maximum three minutes, and and that's pretty much it. So not no really not really any excuse because you can send in old self tapes as well right. that you already even filmed. Um, Good. I'm guessing it's like a big database for all casting agents. So instead of having to go into individual casting agents and do general audition or send in a self tape to specific ones that ask for it. Now they can pull from almost like a library of yeah. everyone th- in, I'm guessing Australia. Yeah. Well, I think it's really important. Obviously. Like any, opportunity, <laughs> any opportunity for an actor to get in front of an a, a, a casting 100%. director, like, you know, go for it. Like you'd be stupid not to apply. Yeah. No. I like, think they've not? broken it down into age groups because yeah. there's going to be so many submissions. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'll talk um, to Grant about it. He's probably already heard of, heard of it, but yeah. see what, what to do there. Cause I think it's, yeah, like you said, you want to put your best to tape for forward. 100%. Um, and it'd be kind of like, well, look, this is what you're normally shortlisted for. So that's pretty much what you should spend time on. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, if you've got resources like Grant, absolutely go for it. Definitely. And and I'm guessing you can send in more than one. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't Maybe even looked one. at that. I, I need to read more print. into it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've <laughs> both like print. gone, and gone, yes, but not really read the fine print. No, but I'm guessing it's a good thing. <laughs> we'll link into our social too, mm-hmm. um, just so that, <laughs> that you don't you don't just have our vibe. You actually yeah. have what you need to do, yeah, yeah. which is kind of important, I guess. On the topic of self-tapes, yes. I think I spoke about last week, the actor competition that I, that I um, submitted yes. my stuff into. I think I spoke about, we already spoke about the shortlisted people and then the finalist was that coming. Night, that night, so after podcast that night, the winner was announced. Um, but most of them were from Melbourne and, and uh, I wasn't shortlisted. Most of them from Melbourne. One guy was from the actual agency that one of the agents and one of the agents were on the panel. Um, but they were all good and then um, some were a bit over overacting, I thought, right. um, which like I'm taught not to do. Which, trying too hard. Yeah, so. I'm, inter- I'm interested to know what Grant actually thinks of that yeah. so I'm gonna talk to him about it. But the winner was good. He he kind of um incorporated toilet paper into his audition. Because, Pandemic life. Yeah, well it worked because it's a coronavirus script and, and so he was on the toilet and 
yeah, it was, it was quite good. Um, That's actually pretty funny. At yeah. least you could work sitting down to but it. But there's more, and I, and I and a lot of them had IMDb pages, and I and I said to Jess, you know, there'll be there'll be plenty more. But also, I think getting a role will be a bit more important than yep. than a competition. Um, as amazing as the prizes but were, and at least you're in front of Kirsty McGregor, McGregor and the, yeah, exactly, exactly. That doesn't hurt. No, she's seen my thing. I'm probably in her personal folder now. Do, will, I you hope. Get, will you get <laughs> will you get feedback? Do you think from your no, submission? No. Okay. <laughs> there were hundreds. I don't think they'll be giving us much feedback. But if I'm guessing, if if I'm guessing, it had to be quite a unanimous mm. thing. Mm. Um. So even if Kirsty McGregor liked people that weren't shortlisted, she'll ha- she'll ha- she now has their stuff. So that's, that's pretty good. Um. Kirsty McGregor is the casting agent who did Animal Kingdom and. Palm Beach, and I think she does Home in a way as well. Uh, neighbors, I know. Neighbors, I know then maybe I'm mixing those neighbors, two up. They're neighbors, so yeah. similar, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, which yeah. Well, is just back in production. And also Mulner's that audition that I did for Mulner's. Um, I have to wait four to six weeks to hear back. So classic month. Um, big. Uh, this is a big feature film one where you trained up my oh, yeah, my, my the, rival. Yeah. yeah, you keep bringing for. it up. <laughs> it feels like I only just heard about it. I think <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. I, I'm just like so open to help him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on down. We'll do it. I'll help you through a self-tape. Yeah, no worries, no worries. And then afterwards I only realised when I put two and two together that were right in front of me that it was for your yeah. role that you were Well, I asked for. Max first and he said, no way. I, no, he didn't I ask hate me you. at all. I Not when you've you. got Grant Thompson at your <laughs> fingertips. That sounds a bit suspicious, doesn't it? No, Grant no, Thompson at your fingertips. fingertips. But you know what I mean. I pay him at my fingertips. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know how you pay him if that's how you pay him. But anyway. <laughs> oh, no, that sounded weird. <laughs> Cut that out. Oh, that's staying in. No, it's not. It's going to be sent directly <laughs> to him on a loop. Uh, <laughs> I think the Casting Guild database will be so important now too because the industry yes. and, and talent, everyone's just so used to doing self-tapes. And if there's another way to sort of filter, obviously agents are going to put forward who they feel is going to fit the brief. Mm-hmm. But to have the ability just to go in and see how that person Mm. looks on screen and yeah know, definitely uh, it, it, it's just another way to show i don't see it replacing people in the room but another no. way to help them you know come up with that shortlist and yeah. if you're there like and it helps well, yeah not not go for not it. just during isolation but just in general in yeah. this modern day and age self-tapes have become a much bigger way of auditioning people from far or just more people that you because you can obviously have a time limit when you put in the room mm. um so that's good and then once obviously you get to the last round you, you're probably brought in so it's good stuff I'll Love have it. To get uh, pull my finger out and get something moving on the self tape database. I wonder <laughs> if my age groups last because I'm so old. Yeah, <laughs> probably doesn't. It's not even existent. If you're almost dead, doesn't it? <laughs> you can include the I walker in the frame. Yeah, it'll be, uh, <laughs> be soon. One employed actor, so one unemployed actor. I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy with uh, voiceovers. Mm. Like, there's been a lot of work. I think. Uh, and people finding me through all sorts of bits and pieces. I had, funnily enough, I got a, I was contacted from Perth, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound much because it's in the same country, but it working for <laughs> all a, the way, <laughs> all the way from, from Perth. Perth. Uh, I think New Zealand is closer. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I think so too. But, but uh, working for a London agency that uh, a, a part of their work stream is ads for podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, he was coming to visit family. Uh, in early January and then heading to Perth to spend time with his parents. Mm. Obviously, Corona hit and he, what do you know? He's working from Perth, so which is probably better than being in London right oh, now. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, they're still going through the thick of it. But uh, yeah, look, work still goes on. Unfortunately, whether we're next to each other in a studio or remotely, we can still do work. So okay. I'm doing something for him. And that was interesting getting his take on, on the industry, how there was a bit of a bump 
uh, up uh, as the corona sort of hit and there's such a need to, to still get content out there and it's something that we can do yeah, right. without being a studio. It's still something we can sort of move forward in our more than 1.5 metres apart. Corona world. Yeah. Um, yep. So look, it's been it's been really busy, but I've still had time for uh, Q and A's, which I love. Uh, as much as I want to go to events, and I miss that, I miss it. I think it's great that we can just sit on the couch and turn on, you know, like a, a NIDA special with Joel Edgerton Q and A. Really interesting, particularly on how he uh, made the transition from surrounded by working full time as you're studying. That mm. sounded weird, but you know. You're working on your craft while you're studying I get what drama. You mean. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, five days a week plus, mm. and then all of a sudden, boom! You've graduated you're out there. Yeah, and it's oh yeah. my god, crickets. Sure. You know, so it's a hell crickets. Of a, but then also from the other side, because on Friday night it was an hour and a half with Mark Morrissey, who runs Morrissey Management, yes. who has wow. people like Chris Hemsworth on Hemsworth books, Brothers just to give you an idea of the many, sort of many Aussie, Aussie, good big Aussie actors now in absolute LA, names, yeah, names, and he's been in the business ever. Forever. Since he was an actor, as much as he doesn't like to admit it, because according to him, he wasn't a good one, but hey, uh, he's found his role now, in the business. And now he's picking good ones. Isn't he's he? Exactly, exactly, which is great, as long as they pick us next. Uh, but um, <laughs> so that was really interesting because he actually remembers a story when he, well, he was a story. He went to a set in WA, uh, SA, where uh, SA? Joel was on set for one on one role. Yeah. That's South Australia for everyone who. who doesn't know that is exactly for our American listeners, for example, the majority of them, unless they've been to South Australia and they absolutely love the place and they're like, oh no, SA. Oh, yeah, classic essay. Well, no essay, probably SA. fewer than. <laughs> yeah. Oh good. I'm not writing an essay. It's actually a st- anyway. Not the yeah, point. it's not E S S A Y. So he, he turns it's up. Essay. <laughs> capital S, capital A. So he turns up on. <laughs> so he turns up on set. <laughs> Put yes. yourself together, man. <laughs> so he turns up on set and We've already wasted they said to. They said, you've got to look out for this guy. This guy's amazing. This young kid, his name's Joel. He's just like, he's he's great to work with. He's always prepared. And like, he knows everyone's name. Mm-hmm. All the crew. And, uh, that's when he first came on to Mark's radar. He signed him now. Not then. But... Uh, I it, wonder why why not then. It's a it's an it's an important... Probably didn't fit into his Maybe portfolio not. of Maybe amazing not. greatness. But uh, <sighs> I think what was interesting is it's not just about being a great actor. Mm. You've got to be someone who can... Work well in a team. Yeah, work ethic, hundred percent. Someone half that half someone people can really want to work with. Yeah, which I think is so I- important because it is a huge yeah. team environment. Yeah, I mean, when you're with the same people for months on end, you don't you don't, you don't want to be an asshole, you know? Exactly, you're cooped up doing twelve hour day plus. Yeah, why don't you set. just you don't, wanna, yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. be that guy? Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> be next you, to them. No, don't be respectful. And all that stuff. <laughs> like the actors, you know, once you realize that being in, like the actor is not even a quarter of the, the making of the film or whatever, you know. And it takes There's a lot of people lot of to pe- make them look good. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. You could be doing your best work, but you want to be nice to everyone. You could be the best actor in the world. <laughs> and if editing doesn't like you, <laughs> yeah. you're stuck. And your reputation. Because <laughs> yeah, he exactly. said a lot of times he gets phone calls. What's so-and-so like to work with? And he knows that directors get that a lot. You know, what's mm. so-and-so like to work They'll call go, hey, you know, what's so-and-so like? Uh, there's a lot of that because it's a big risk. Yeah, you want the work to go smoothly. You want it to be on schedule. You want it to be yeah. a representation of everyone doing their best. And I thought that was a really interesting point when you look at it from the business side. Going well, yeah, it's like any business where you've got a large group of people depending on the outcome. Yeah, or contributing to the outcome. They've if they're all going to be pulling their weight. 
Mm, and the more they all work together, the better the outcome. Yeah. Ideally, in an ideal world. But hey. Yeah, and I like whenever I'm on set, I try and learn everyone's name, um, just for the sake of, I don't know, building relationships as well. It's and you're on set with these polite. people. Yeah, yeah, you would work with them for a few days or whatever. There's always like, that. There's always that one awkward soundy, but <laughs> you never learn the name of. But <laughs> suitably banged my microphone as I was. Uh, <laughs> but you know. I guess that's the game. But There's always one creepy guy in the corner holding a boom. But uh. No, legit. <laughs> They're lovely, but you never learn their names. The funny thing is, the sound dudes are always the most quiet. <laughs> you heard about that? Uh, that's interesting. Have well, I mean, it's their job. They're listening. They're listening. They're yeah, listening. They're listening. Well, I always like I always like if I have a mic on me or like they're holding a boom, I always like whisper and like they're the only ones that can hear. Yep. So I have like a whispering conversation. I do to them while, and they can't reply. But while they're doing setups, I do turn mine off just to preserve the battery. I say, but also because I'm mindful that they're listening. To everything just remember on. to press record. It's all about me. Obviously, they're just the whole day so, is just wanting to listen to me. Yeah, just remember to turn it on <laughs> yeah, next, before like, you start. Me, you. <laughs> I understand you. I just don't like keep, you. Keep the moments. Keep it. <laughs> okay. One important point that Mark <laughs> raised, and, and it was really interesting because this has been bugging me forever, mm-hmm. the difference between, in America, a manager and an agent. And why is there even a need for two? His analogy was, picture a manager as a cottage, like a wonderful terrace that's really comfortable. You want to spend time sitting down with them and going through your 10 projects and working out that, hey, maybe only eight are right for you. And of the eight, you know why and which would be the ones to really go for, etc. It's more personal, more one-on-one. Whereas an agent is more like, okay, they're sending you the 10 projects a week. Uh, yes. They're 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 a twenty versus the comfortable cottage, a twenty story business, all wearing suits. And as an example, you know, he said WMA employs seven and a half thousand people. Like this is yeah, what wow. they do is to get the right Staff projects, members, right? Yeah. yeah, to get the right who to look after talent. Yeah, so wow. seven and a half thousand people. So their 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 job is to make sure the projects are going in the right what direction. What is WMA? Uh, agent big thing? agent in the US, like it's CAA, ridiculous. huge. Although he did also note that basically because of the current state of global productions not happening, mm. 20%, 20% of the workforce are being oh, uh, wow. let go this week. Shit. So That's a lot. It, is, it is a business and like any business, it's being affected it's right now. throat. Absolutely. But uh, on the other hand, um, I can understand now how um, you need a manager and an agent, mm. especially in the States where there's so many opportunity, more opportunities. Um, you really want to get the right projects and sit down and go through them and understand you know, what's right for you, how to approach it, you know, have you done something similar before and does it sort of gel with you now and, you know, versus what's marketable or, or what people are really talking about, what mm. they want to see from you. So okay. I, I really understand that. And and the Australian business is perhaps a bit smaller, but like I think, like for example, you're there with, you've got your agent. Yeah. And you also got Grant where you sort of, you know, bounce off ideas. Like a mentor, a mentor, like a mentor manager, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, cool. So unofficially managery. Um, but it really like that finally, it, like the penny just dropped and it resonated. Like that's why you yeah. need to, and how they sort of communicate with the Australian. I've been sitting with that for a long time. Yeah. Because Mark, he's got a few talent managers who he's worked with for 10, 15 plus years. Yeah, and, sure. uh, they all sort of are, are much the same when it comes to introducing Australian talent. There's some Australian talent happy to work in Australia. If, if international, um, opportunities and projects come calling mm-hmm. okay they might be interested but they're just happy working in the current in the australian market yeah sure. and then there are others whose ambition is to be exposed to more american work and so they've got a system set up where they'll take you over there and introduce yeah, okay. you to an agency over there 
introduce you to managers, help you get on your feet because it's a huge gap between doing a self-tape and then being in a room of 10 people to turning up on set in the States where there's a 50-plus crew all around you and this is your scene, go. Yeah, like right. that's a huge difference, especially for someone with limited work experience. Yeah, sure. So to have a little bit of hand-holding at the start. I mean, everyone's different, but at least they've got the experience to know you might think you're ready, but mm. you need to sit down and talk to so-and-so or you need to understand this or this is how this works. I sure. think that really shows how much they invest yeah. in uh, their talent being ready. Well, that's very tr- true as well, like with the manager thing. Like I'm thinking about it now, um, Grant is a bit, I guess, mentor manager because he's teaching us a lot about yeah. and, and t- taking us through stuff that we otherwise wouldn't yeah, know. It's, it's a great sounding board for, yeah. for you. 100%. I love it. It's great. It's good to have that. And I guess also, you know, obviously – the podcast to unemployed actors is another resource of uh, Max Belmonte. He's <laughs> <is> my manager. <laughs> We're each other's managers. Fred is my mentor. <laughs> he doesn't talk much, but that's okay. He listens. <laughs> he listens. That's what's important. That's <laughs> where the podcast is going too long. You just start scratching. That's it. Time to wind up, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ruin the sound until you stop. <laughs> Talking about Mark's point, just to go back to Mark's point about. You know, you have to be willing to to work within a team and work well in a team. Mm. He mentioned an example where a Melbourne casting agent came up to Sydney to cast over a couple of days for a role on a soap opera, and they had a had it set up in a hotel. So you'd come in, the talent would ask reception, "I'm here to audition for such and such." Yep, no worries, take a seat, and they'll sort of handle that groundwork, and mm. then when they're ready, up they go. And on break, she'd come downstairs and thanking reception for, you know, doing all that. And they're like, oh, I really hope such and such gets it and so-and-so gets it. She's like, wow, that was just so nice. They look really good. They were presented really well. And And I guess you don't don't think the receptionist is going to be play a role. I know, right? And then others going, oh, I don't know about this one. You know, he was pretty curt or or not really friendly. or And that was a fundamental part of their decision-making for the final recommendation to the producers. 100%. Because it's about... And, or, or, and they see it all the time if people walk in and they've got the facade on and it's, hey, you know, I'm actor, such and such or whatever. It's like, be you. Because yeah. the competitive advantage is there's only one of you. So and, like, and you think about it. These, these, yeah, these casting agents have seen heaps of people. Exactly. I think they can read fakes as Walking well, in, you know. Relaxed, relatable. Just be yourself. It's a job. You're taking it seriously and you're prepared. Definitely. But you're friendly and professional. Mm-hmm. Approachable. 100%. The nice guy. Yep. And then, boom, Unless action. you're an absolute dick. <laughs> Be someone else. In which case, but otherwise, take a note of the room because you probably won't be back. Yeah, yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or be someone else. <laughs> yeah. Because it's such a and, – and I think particularly in Australia where it's such a small industry, mm. you know, you can't really afford oh, yeah. to have a couple of production companies not wanting to work with you. Because it, well, it gets around, yeah. Exactly. 100%. So what is, for example, Mark Morrissey looking for when it comes to up-and-coming talent? I think you're going to tell me. I think I am. <laughs> I took good notes. Looking for intelligence, sense of humor, a sense of humanity. Looking for someone that you feel has the potential or capacity to have an extraordinary career. And I guess that's the million dollar question. Uh, you know, their voice, how they present an interview. Really a lot of what we said where, okay, you've got to be able to act, but you've also got to be able to, to, to keep up with the workload, be work fit and, you know, be a part of the I'm team. Getting that interview, how do you do that? The best time, there's times to, let's just put it this way. There's times to avoid asking for representation in Australia as an example, and I'm sure it's the same in America, where you've got the start of the year, pilot season, a little busy, perhaps not. At the end of the year, all the grads graduating, all asking for representation every year at the same time, 
Perhaps not. So perhaps the middle of the year is a bit better to put yourself forward sure. and expect them to have some time to go through and maybe give you some feedback or um, at least be able to see your your, your work. I mean, yeah. Mark said he goes through they have a, a stage where they go through everything that's turned up. And that's mid years. I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, it could be. Uh, they might have a couple of times a year, but they all vote. He's got talent managers who work for him for some time, and they all sort of vote and say, "Yep." We all agree, let's move forward. Only rarely will one sort of push someone who's perhaps not there with the others, but they'll lean in on that person's experience and go, yep, let's let's bring them in. Mm. So there's a lot more to it than just, you know, I've graduated from X school and I've got a couple of credits. Yeah. It's what do you like to work with? What's your potential like? Mm-hmm. We see what you've done. And I guess what can you do? he can grasp that quite quickly. Mm. Um because he's met so many people. So exactly. many new people in an upcoming. And time. you also know that with that calibre of management, you've yeah. got should when you when you progress would be positive not should when you progress you've got the resources there to help introduce you and unlock further opportunities at that level um globally (laughs) really interesting stuff coming Mm -hmm. off all these little q a's instagram lives facebook chats zoom meetings i mean it's actually there was one stage where i had like one a day um Mm -hmm. Industry-wise, and and it was great. Uh, two of them were full on industry. Oh, yeah. uh, you have to be vetted. Another one was just like a f- Instagram. Sure, let's have a chat. So it, it's really interesting that the opportunities are still out there to mm-hmm. you know to really um, stay connected to the industry, Definitely. even though we're all in ISO. Well, speaking of Zoom meetings, I actually I got an an email from my old singing teacher who I had for four years throughout high school. Um, and he was saying, hope you're well. I've had a lot of cancellations too during this crazy time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was going to tour here, all this stuff. And he, he very kindly offered to, he's like, I'd love to hear you again if you want to do a Zoom call or something. So I'm um, tomorrow I'm Zoom calling with my old singing teacher who is amazing, oh, awesome. taught me everything I know technique-wise. Held on to that but shit. they'll be able to listen and go, oh, someone hasn't been warming up properly. Yeah, or, I reckon he is going. And what I need, what, this, the, the best ones are the, the, the strict ones. Like I, I yep. constantly keep saying that. Um, And I think yep. he, will, he will pick on stuff and I want that, obviously. But I have been working. My voice has improved drastically since I just see like – Sped, sped up. Yeah. It was, so I've been practicing and hopefully you see that. That's cool. I remember yeah. Emma said to me, uh, actually it wasn't that long ago, she was she had a phone call from her, her old singing teacher mm. and uh, straight away she's like, oh, you haven't been singing lately, have you? <laughs> and she's just talking on the phone. Emma's like, you know, you know, talked about her corporate life. Um, and it's just really interesting. Except how employed actor intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, it's really interesting how, like when they do that for a living, they can really... That's what they do. Yeah, that's yeah. their thing. If you have a good hear. one, that is. Yeah, good, well, that's true. One. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of people who only take your money for teaching to sing. Yeah. Fred yeah. will teach you to sing. Doesn't get much feedback, but you listen. I'm Max. I'm Sam. You've been listening to Two Unemployed <laughs> Actors. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube as well. And we'll be back next week. Bye. See ya. Two Unemployed Actors. He's busy shaving. shivering, yeah. He's, he's, what's he? Fred, are you so clean? I put his, uh, I put his cardigan on. Was he cold? And um, he, has, he has a jumper on now. He, uh, I know, but he Look has a cardio over the top. <laughs> and uh, he's fine when I'm here. Then I le- left. I turned up. He didn't have it on. He took it off. I searched the house. I couldn't find where the hell he put it. <laughs> I know where is it. Yeah. And then, like two days later, it just turned up in the middle of the floor somewhere. Perfect condition. He hit it. Somewhere. But yeah, I'm like, mate, you're not helping the situation. <laughs>